Hello and welcome to the Henna Hundle Show. I'm your host, Henna Hundle, and the Henna Hundle Show is a syndicated program. Here on the Henna Hundle Show, we feature the world's foremost experts for groundbreaking discussion within their respective fields, spanning medicine, science, technology, business, politics, policy, law, and more. Join me, your host, Henna Hundle, on a mission to unpack and understand how contemporary high-impact issues are being tackled by the world's most influential leaders. For today's episode, we have an interview with Malala Yousafzai, an advocate for the equal opportunity to education for all children, and particularly for girls. Back in 2014, Malala was 17 years old when it was announced that she was one of the recipients of the Nobel Peace Prize for her activism. Much of this activism stemmed from Malala's harrowing experiences with trying to continue her education in the Swat Valley of Pakistan when she was threatened by the Taliban for doing so, and even shot in the head when she refused to stop going to school and refused to stop speaking out for the right of other girls to go to school as well. Since then, Malala and her father have continued their advocacy for children's education through Malala Fund, an international nonprofit that seeks to provide 12 years of education for girls all around the world. I had the chance to sit down with Malala to ask her about what her dreams for the future look like and to get some actionable advice on tools for all of us to build courage. Please join me now in welcoming to the program Malala Yousafzai. So Malala, you're now a student at Oxford and you've been living in the UK, but I know that recently you had the opportunity to return back to Pakistan Swat Valley where you had grown up for the first time since 2012. What was that trip back like for you? Um, I had tried to go back to Pakistan several times and unfortunately it didn't work because you know the politics in Pakistan, there's something happening every time and you don't feel it's the right time but I just insisted that I will go back to Pakistan in March because the right time never comes if you're waiting for the perfect ideal time. Was that a special experience for you to be able to return back? It was uh, because um, we uh, we went to Islamabad uh, and uh, we met more than I think six to seven hundred of our family members and friends so I received Mm. hundreds of hugs, kisses, prayers, and, you know, pictures as well at the same time and selfies. And uh, we also, I asked the Prime Minister that I want to go back to Swat Valley, uh, which was not part of the initial plan. (laughs) And I insisted that if we do not see our home, Mm -hmm. this journey would be incomplete. So we went to Swat Valley. Our helicopter landed in the same place from which I was Uh, lifted and taken to the hospital Uh, so it was just like a a reverse journey and it was like becoming a complete cycle and I was you know standing in the same street where I used to play with my friends every day I went back to my home saw my room saw my school trophies and my books and my cupboard and my painting and everything was there as as we had left it and uh, you feel like it's been five years everybody would be really old People would have grown up. Everybody would have white beard, and it was not. It was not that bad. Like people were still young, and uh, uh, not a lot had changed. Uh, yeah, population has increased. It was more dense. More houses were built. The street, like, was was even more congested, and uh, so 
but it, there's still this kind of warmth and beauty uh, in that part and uh, yeah it was spring season so it was yeah. perfect it was freezing cold in the uk but i went to <laughs> pakistan and i really enjoyed the weather wow. and just meeting everyone yeah. mm-hmm. you mentioned uk and i know you're a student at oxford now what have you enjoyed about college life the most uh i think oxford university has that uh different kind of lifestyle for students uh-huh. and that whole town is a university mm-hmm. and there are like 38 different colleges and uh, you are constantly in this kind of atmosphere of learning and and being a student and uh, so you so when you are there you feel like a student and uh, so the college i applied to is called lady margaret hall mm-hmm. it is the same college that benazir bhutto also applied oh. to and it was the first women's college in oxford before that there was no women's college and women were not allowed to get a degree uh, so uh, that's why the college was very is very special to me it is beautiful as well uh, and uh, i'm just treated as a student yeah. which i really like <laughs> Uh, and uh, it's very intense studying and but I tried to try to manage it. I want to ask you briefly about courage because your story exemplifies courage to the highest degree. So what does courage mean to you and how do you continue to be courageous in the face of fear? Um I think like courage um when you say it as a word um sounds like an act that requires bravery uh, an yeah. act that requires overcoming your fear mm-hmm. and other challenges uh, that that you face uh, but when it comes to actually like practically doing mm-hmm. it it's it's more than that mm-hmm. uh, and it's and it's harder than that uh, and for me it was speaking out mm-hmm. when there was terrorism in swat valley that started in 2007 continued till the mid uh, 2009 when more than 400 schools were bombed when women's mm-hmm. freedom was taken away when women were not allowed to go to the markets when more than 400 schools were destroyed and girls education was completely banned uh, for me mm-hmm. speaking out at that time was courage mm-hmm. and uh, when i was doing that i was not thinking about courage mm-hmm. i was actually thinking about my rights yeah. and my freedom and my right to peace and my right to education mm-hmm. uh, and when you actually talk about the issues that you care about mm-hmm. and you are not afraid of anyone you in itself you in yourself are like doing a courageous act so uh, yeah. yeah and that was an interview with Nobel Peace Prize laureate Malala Yousafzai to learn more about Malala's work in fighting for the right to an education for girls across the world you can visit the website for her nonprofit Malala Fund at malala.org you have been listening to the Hena Handel show i'm your host Hena Handel and i thank you for tuning in We'll catch you next week.